The last thing we were discussing was the Mishnah, the bottom of Kavdala Mudbet, where a short time damaged in the damaged person's property. According to Tanakama, according to Hachamim, he only has to pay half damages. According to Rabbi Tarafon, he has to pay full damages. Rabbi Tarafon wanted to learn it from a Kalva Homer that the fact that Shen and Regal is Patur Neshut Rabim and Karen is Hayav half damages in Neshut Rabim, so in the damaged person's property should be full damages. And Hachamim say, no, Dayo, meaning when, when you're learning Karen, you got to learn Karen 100%, and therefore half damages in Neshut Rabim, half damages in Neshut Anizak. And Rabbi Tarfon tried learning his Kalva Homer from Shen and Regal and Neshut Rabim, and Hachamim again told him, Dayo has to have the same rules. Karen is Karen no matter what. Hachanim have this concept when you're comparing something in a Kalva Homer, it's 100% the same. They have to have the same rules. And Rabbi Tarfon doesn't have this concept. And that's where we're going to start on Kafi Amud Aleph by the Gemara about seven lines in. And the Gemara starts Rabbi Tarfon, you don't have this concept of, uh, of Dayo, meaning. If there's a Kalva Homer, you could use Dayo, meaning you could say that the Kalva Homer is not 100% and therefore break apart the entire Kalva Homer. You don't have that concept. But the concept of Dayo, to say that the Kalva Homer is not 100% and that uh, you're, you, the, the comparison it has to change. And if you don't compare 100%, the entire Kalva Homer breaks, it's from the Torah. How do we know that the Torah is nidrash through a Kalva Homer? How do we know this concept of Kalva Homer is from the Torah? We know because what it says by Miriam Gatzarat, Moshe is praying for her. If her father was upset at her, she would be embarrassed seven days. So Kalva Homer the Shechina, all the more so. It should be double. It should be fourteen days. It's enough for whatever we're learning one from the other to be the same. Meaning, we compared it to a father-daughter relationship, seven days. Same thing over here, she should be mitzorat uh, for at least seven days. So now, bottom line is, you see that we do say dayo. So how can the Tafon say we don't say dayo? So the Gemara explains, That's homer. Rabbi Tarfon doesn't believe in the concept of Dayo is when you totally negate the entire Kalva Homer. However, when you don't totally negate the Kalva Homer, he does have this concept of Dayo. And the Gemara explains, it doesn't say anywhere in the Torah that if some if the Kadosh Baruch Hu is upset at someone, they have to sit by themselves in, in, in on the side like a Mitzorah for seven days. It doesn't say that. Atiyah Kalva Homer, Atiyah Arba Asar, also Kalva Homer comes in. We're going to learn it from a father-son, a father-daughter relationship. And we got the 14. Atadayo comes to Dayo, and Vapik Shiva, Vokeh Shiva, and knocks down seven days and brings her back to seven. Aval Hacha, over here by Karen, Bishut, and Isaac, goring in the damaged person's property. Hatsin Nezek Ketiv, it says half damages in the Torah. Vata Kalva Homer, Vate Hatsin Nezek Harina. Now comes the Kalva Homer from Shen and Regular, and we want to add another half. Vinaasa Nezek Shalim, and now it's up to full damages. Now you have to pay everything. Idarash Dayo, if you learn the concept of Dayo, and he's only going to be high of half damages, then if Rikhle Kalva Homer, then the whole Kalva Homer gets negated. 
meaning there's nothing to, to add from the Kalva Homer. And the Rebita Font says, listen, when you totally negate the Kalva Homer, then I don't learn this concept of Dayo. Verabanan, they'll tell you, Shiva'adish Khina, Kitiva, no, the, the seven days that someone's supposed to sit on the side because the Shina's upset at them, it does say in the Torah, it says, Tisager Shiva'at Yamim, that she has to sit enclosed in quarantine for seven days. And so that's a seven. And then from the Kalva Homer, we, we could learn 14, the Dayo burst back to seven. The Rebita phone would answer Rabbanan, Ahu Tisager, the Dashirin Dayo. That Tisager Shivat Yamim is for the Dayo. That's not where we learn seven days from. Meaning that's the Dayo, that's not the source. The Rabbanan, they'll tell you, they'll tell Rebita phone, Ketiv Kera Harina Vatisager Miriam. In order to learn the the dayo, you have another pasuk. It says, And over there, we could uh, learn the dayo from. The Rebitarfon would respond, no, That pasuk where it says, That's for Kalva Homer everywhere else in the Torah. Because you shouldn't say over here we had, we said dayo because Mishum Kvodo Shel Moshe Moshe prayed for his sister so out of his honor we're going to say dayo aval lo but in general we don't say dayo kamash malan that's why you need vatisager Miriam shivat yamim to tell me that we do say dayo everywhere else also so again according to Rabbi Tarfon we're stuck with no source. That if the Shekhinah is upset at someone, they have to sit on the side in quarantine for seven days. It only starts from a Kalva Homer, and if you use the Dayo, it totally negates the Kalva Homer. And that's why he doesn't learn it in this specific case. And Rabbanan argue, they say, there is a source, and that's why you could uh, learn Kalva Homer, Dayo, and so on. Now, Ahmad Rav Papa, Rav Papa asks Abaya a question. But I have another Tana who also doesn't have a Dayo when you totally negate the Kalvahomer. The Tanya says this is in regards to a Zav who saw Keri. Um, just an introduction a person who's Tahor who sees Shekhvadzera, he's Tameh for one day. If a, if a Tahor person sees a Ziva, sees a Zav coming out of him, if it happened twice, he's Tameh for seven days. Now, the difference between them is a very subtle color difference. Uh, one would be the egg that comes out of a chicken if she was with a male chick, a rooster. And the other one is it has the white of an egg that, that comes from a chicken that was not with a rooster. So the question is, if a Zav saw Keri, meaning he's already Tameh and he sees more Tumah, is he Tameh more or not? So the Tanya, it says, Keri Bezav Minayin. How do we know that if a Zav saw Keri, that he's Tameh? Vedino, and we're learning it from a Kalva Homer. Ma Tahor Betahor. If something Tahor, let's say saliva comes out of someone who is Tahor, is Tahor. Tameh Betameh. But if the saliva came out of someone Tameh, then the saliva is Tameh. All the more so, we're going to say with the Shikhvazera, which is Tameh Betahor, if the Shikhvazera comes out of someone who's Tahor, he now becomes Tameh. And Odin Shiyeh, Tameh Betameh, all the more so that if the Shikhvazera comes out of someone who's a Tameh Zav, all the more so that that Shikhvazera should be Metameh. Vekamaitela, Ben Lemaga, Ben Lemasa, and the Tana brought the Skalva Homer. Whether someone carried this, uh, this carry or someone touched it, it has the same been as the saliva of Azav. 
Ve'amai, and the question is why. Nema ahane kalvahomer lemaga. Let's say the kalvahomer is going to help us that the keri is metame just for touching, just like by an adam who's pure tahor. Ve'ane dayo lapuke masa, and comes dayo. And it's going to compare a Baal, a Zav who saw Keri to a regular Baal Keri. And we're going to say that it's not Metameh if you carry it. The same way a Keri of someone who's Tahor, it's not Metameh if someone carries it. Same thing over here by the Keri of some of a Zav. Now, what comes out of it is in this situation, if we said Dayo, the Kalva Homer doesn't collapse. So here you have it, you have a Tana who doesn't hold of the concept of Dayo at all. Vechitem, and if Papa continues, and if you want to say that that for touching a carry of a Zav, it should be obviously Tame, you don't need a Kalvahomer for that because the Logarami Garvatahor is no difference from someone who's Tahor, meaning if it if you touch a carry of someone Tahor, it's Tame, then all the more so if someone's Tame is Tame, meaning it should have the same thing. It's Tarikh, I will tell you that you do need a Kava Homer because Salkada Tachamina, I would have thought, because the Pasuk says in regards to someone who saw Keri, Mikere Laila Ketiv, that he, be, he became Tame through uh, some sort of happening at night, Mishekiryo Gorem Elo. It's only talking about someone whose Keri caused him to become Tame. Yeah, I could always say, Yatsa Ze She'en Keriyo Gorem I could always say, we're not talking about a Zav that his carry doesn't cause him to become Tameh, something else caused him to become Tameh, meaning because he's a Zav. And that's why maybe his his carry is not Tameh. Kamash Malan, that's why I need the Kalva Homer from the saliva of a Zav to tell me that, he, that the Sheikh Vazir of a Zav is also Tameh if you touch it. So again, we're left over with a question. The bottom line is you see a Tana who doesn't hold of Dayo, even in a place where the Kalvahomer doesn't collapse, meaning this Tana doesn't hold of the concept of Dayo at all, period. So the Gemara answers, Midi velo herketiv. It doesn't say anywhere that it says Mikere Laila and nothing else, meaning how do you get to this Drasha at all? You could always say the Pasuk saying whether he was Tahor or Tameh, his, the Keri that comes out of him is Tameh. And therefore, we do learn the touching of Sheikh Vazirah Zav, we're learning it out of a Kalva Homer from the saliva. And if you said Dayo and you compared 100% to, to the saliva, then you knock out the Kalva Homer completely. And that's why it didn't say Dayo. And it could be this uh, Tana is like Rabbi Tarfon. Okay, umantana the shamatle de amashvadra shelzav metamebe masa. Okay, so who's the tana in the Brayta who holds that the shikvadzira of a zav is metame just by moving it? So if it's on a chair and you move the chair, you tame. Lore Biliaizer, Velor Bio Schwartz, neither than Bitnan, Shikvadzira Shalzav, Metame Bemagav, and Metame Bemasa, the very Biliaizer. According to Biliaizer, it's Tame only if you touch it, but if you move it, you're not Tame. Rabbi Shawmer, Af Metame Bemasa, Rabbi Shaw says, even if you move it, you're also Tame. The fish Eev Shah Belotzi Hatsuhe Ziva. Because every Shikvadzira has a little bit of Ziva inside, and that's why it's Metame like a Zav. 
Now, again, Rabbi Shah, the only thing he said over there that carry of a zav is metameh just by carrying that's because shikhvat zera of a zav usually comes with a little bit of zav over there. But if it didn't come with a little bit of zav, maybe the carry would not be metameh bemasa. You see that both Rabbi Eliezer and Rabbi Yoshua argue on the Tanah of the Braita, who learned from Akal Vahomer from Saliva, that the carry of Azav is on its own. Here, we have a totally different reason. Either Rabbi Eliezer says, it's not Tameh at all bimasa, or Rabbi Yoshua because it's like Zav, but on its own, they don't hold this. So they both argue on the Tanah of the Braita. So who's the Tana of the Abraita? So who is it? Ela Haitana. Or rather you have to say it's the following Tana of the following Mishnah, the Tanan, Lemala Mehen. Now this Mishnah talks about uh, different types of Tumah, Sheret, Shekwazera, Tamehmet. All these are in Masechet Kelim. On top of them, meaning more strict than them, you have Zovoshel Zav, the Zav of the Zav, Verukosh, Veshekwazera, Memeraglav. And the saliva, the shikhvazera, the urine of Ezav, vidam hanida, the blood of anida, all these are metamin ben bemaga ben bemasa, the metame, whether you touch them, whether you move them. Bottom line is, you see here a Mishnah that says that the carry of Ezav is metame just by moving it, and the Tanah Breta holds the same way. But the Gemara says, hey, maybe the Tanah of this Mishnah holds like Rabbi Yeshua. Maybe over here also, the reason a Kerif Shalazav is metameh b'masa is the fishi'iyev shar belot tzachzuchai ziva, because it can't be that Shechvat Zerah of Azav comes out without a little bit of ziva, and like Rabbi Yeshua. And so again, we don't have a Tana who holds that the Kerif of Azav is metameh just by moving on its own, meaning only through a limud. So the Gemara explains, Im Ken, if that's his reason, it should say that in regards to, to the Zav, that the Shekhvat Zerav Zav is really, has a little bit of, uh, has a little bit of Zav inside of it, and that's why Tameh, Maishana de Katane la Gaberuka, why they mention the Shekhvat Zerav Zav by the saliva, and it didn't mention anything about it, it's because, it has the same redeem, meaning one is learned out of the other. The Shekhvat Zerav Azav is learned from the saliva of Azav that they're Tameh on its own, not because uh, it has a little bit of uh, something in it. And the Braita before is like this Mishnah over here in Masechet Kelim. Next, the Gemara asks a question. We have a Braita where the Tana doesn't mention anything about a Dayo, even when the Kalva Homer is not negated, the Tanya. Now, this is in regards to a reed mat becoming Tameh. The Pasuk says anything that is a utensil or an article of clothing can become Tameh. The question is in regarding to this reed mat, the Tanya, Mapats bemet minayin. How do we know that a reed mat can become tamay if it gets in contact with a dead body or if it's in the same house as a dead body? And the Brayta says vedinu it's a kalva homer. Umapachin ketayim shetehorin bezav metamay bemet. Small uh, jugs that have a mouth opening where the whatever the liquid inside of it comes out. It's so small that you can't even stick your finger. By a zav, they're considered tahor, but if they get in contact with the dead body, they're tameh, 
מפץ שמטמא בזב, אינו דין שיטמא באמת. A reed mat that, that if a zav gets in contact with it, it could become tameh, all the more so that this reed mat should become tameh if it gets in contact with a dead body. And we're using this kavahomer to compare the tum'ah, whatever, uh, whatever the repercussions are of the tum'ah, even if it's a one-day tum'ah like with a zav, or if it's seven-day tum'ah like a met. Now, ve'amai. Why, why is it 100% uh, compared? Meaning, say that, okay, we're comparing it to we're going to say it's like a Zav, and therefore this read mats on Tamir for one day, because remember, we're comparing it to, uh, to a Zav. And we could use the concept of Dayo to say that it's not going to be Tamir for seven days, and here you have it, we're not using a dayo at all, period. As you see, you have a now holds, we don't say dayo even if the kalvahomer is not going to break. I meaning we could still use it for zav, meaning that it's going to be time for one day. So Amar Leh, Rabbi Nath told Ravaha, Kvaramani Haleh, Rav Nachman Bar Zechaya, Abaye. Rav Nachman Bar Zechaya already asked this question to Abaye, Amar Leh, Abaye, and Abaye explained them, Tana mi mapatz b'sheretz maitela. Really, the Tanahu learned that there's a Tum'ah for a reed mat. He didn't learn it from Tum'at mat. He learned it from Tum'at Sheretz of a dead rodent. This is what the Tanahu B'Rita meant to say. Mapatz B'Sheretz Minayin. A reed mat can become Tameh if it gets in contact with a dead rodent. The eight rodents that are in the Torah and Parashat Shemini. How do we know it becomes Tameh? Vedino, he learns it from a Kavachomer. These small jugs that you can't stick your finger in, they're Tahor with the Zav, but they're Tameh if they get in contact with a dead rodent. Here's a Kavachomer. A reed mat that if a Zav sits on it, it can become Tameh. All the more so that if it gets in contact with a dead rodent, it should become Tameh for the rest of the day. And that's a easy comparison because they're both tameh just for one day, whether it's tumat zav or it's tameh sheretz, makes sense. So here's the real question: So how do we know that a reed mat can become tameh if we got in contact with that body? So the Gemara explains: It says the word beged and or by sheretz and by mit. So we're going to use a gzerah shavah, not a kalvahomer, and say, ma beged ve'or ha'amur b'sheretz ma'patz tamebo. The same way, when we say clothing or any leather b'sheretz, we said that even a reed mat is included and it can become tameh. So af beged ve'or ha'amur b'met ma'patz tamebo. So we're going to use the gzerah shavah and apply it to any article of clothing or leather that gets in contact with that body, that it's also tameh. And we're gonna once we're using the Zara Shavah, we're gonna use it the, the entire way, and we're gonna say it's tameh for seven days. So we're, Dayo works with the Kalva Homer. Dayo doesn't work with the Zara Shavah. And by the way, the Gemara explains that the Begin Or is Mufneh. It's extra, meaning there's no reason for it. The only reason we put it over there is to use it for Gzirah Shavah. The Ilo Mufneh, because if it was not extra and we needed it, Ikal Mifrach, you could always knock the Gzirah Shavah. Meaning you could you could knock gzar shava if if you need the words for for, for limud, but if if there's no reason for the words, it's only there so you could use for gzar shava. Then there's no knocking it. 
because you would be able to because if it was there for a reason you could always knock it and say you could always say that you can't compare one to the other because sheretz the tumah is even in the size of a lentil and by met in order for it to become metame you need the size of a kezayit so therefore, you have to say You have to say you're right. Beged or that's written by Sheretz is extra, and the Gemara proves it because Michdi Sheretz it kash l'shichvat zera because Sheretz has been been compared to shichvat zera because the the pasuk says lichtiv o ish asher tese the pasuk says if there's a man that shichvat zera comes out of him v'samichlan and it says o ish asher yigav echol sheretz a person touches any dead rodent you see we're comparing one to the other sheretz shichvat zera uchtiv be b'shichvat zera v'chol beged v'chol or asher yigav shichvat zera it says that if any article of clothing or leather that shichvat zera gets in contact with so if we're already learning everything from Shekhvat Zerah, then why do I need Beged and Or by Sheretz? Rather, you have to say that Beged and Or by Sheretz is an extra to, to learn the Gzal Sheva by Met, and that's why you can't ask any questions. But that's only extra, only from the Sheretz side, meaning it's not extra in this of the Met, meaning the Beged and Or by Met is not extra. And here's the question. According to the rabbi who holds that if it's if there's a word that's extra in one of the things that we're comparing in Exodus Shava, if one side the words are extra, okay, so we learn Exodus Shava and we don't uh, we don't ask any questions on Exodus Shava. It is what it is, and that's it. Shapir, that makes sense, and the entire sugya fits. But there's another rabbi who holds that if there's only one side that is open, meaning there's no other reason for it except for that we learn but if there's any questions to bring up, we do bring up. How's he going to explain over here? Because you still can ask the question that by, that by Sheretz, it's more strict than even the size of a lentil, meaning they're not 100% the same. So the Gemara explains So he, that rabbi would tell you that the beged and or by met is also extra, and what's the proof? Because it says by met met it says that met has been compared to shechvat zera. So it says temet or and then it also says shechvat zera in the same pasuk. We're comparing one to the other. But it says also by shechvat zera. So it already says the beged and or by shechvat zera. So beged ve'or lechatav rachamana bemet lamali. So then why don't beged ve'or by 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 temet? Ah, shmaminad afnuye. Rather, it's coming to me that it's also extra. So you have extra by sheretz, extra by met. We have a mufne mishnet stadim, and now it's open, meaning there's no reason for beged and or by both of them, and therefore you you bring it up, you learn it, and there's no questions asked. Okay, so now hanir haleman da'amar don minav oke beatra. This makes Total sense according to the rabbi who holds when you're learning Zerah Shava, you learn the Zerah Shava, but it keeps its own halachot. Meaning, Tum'at Met is learned out of Tum'at Sheretz, but Tum'at Met keeps its own halachot. Therefore, if something gets in contact, or in this case, the, the reed mat gets in contact with the Met, it's Tameh for seven days like any other Tum'at Met. Now when you, according to but according to the rabbi who says when you're learning one thing from the other you learn all the halachot from one for the other so if you're learning a reed mat uh, uh, touching a dead body from 
tumat sheretz or tumat shavazara, then you have to learn that it's the same halachot, meaning it's it's one day, not seven days. So according to that rabbi, what's he going to say? How is he going to learn that if a reed met, it got in contact with a dead body, it's tamir for seven days and not uh, one day? So Amar Rabbah, Amar Kera, Rabbah says he'll learn that Rabbi will learn it from the following pasuk in regards to Tumat Medvech Bastem Bigdechem Bayom Ashivyi. You have to wash your clothing on the seventh day and then become Tahor. Kol Temeot Shatem Betamin Bemet. The drasha is that any Tumah that happens as a result of uh, Tumat Med, Lo Yehu Pehutin Meshivya, they can't be less than seven days. And he'll say that even though in general you learn all the halachot from whatever you're learning it from, and it will only be one, in this case, since it's tumat med, it's different than it's seven days. Now, the Gemara is going to go back to the Mishnah and going to ask, Why don't we say that if shen or regel, if an animal ate something that doesn't belong to it, or if it walked over something in Rishut Arabim, let's say he would have to pay for damages, out of a Kalva Homer, meaning we'll learn from a Kalva Homer and say, Uma Keren, when goring, if it gored in the damaged person's property, you only, according to Hakim, you only have to pay half damages, and if it gored in a Shutar you have to pay uh, half damages also. You could say Kalva Homer and say, Shen Varegel, Shebeshuta Nizak, Mishalem Mizak Shalem. That if, in case of Shen or Regel, if a, if a cow ate something or trampled something in the damaged person's property, where you have to pay full damages, and Odin Shebeshuta Rabim Hayav, all the more so than Rishuta Rabim, if it ate something or trampled on something, that you would have to at least pay something. So the Gemara explains the reason we don't learn that Kalva Homer because Amar Kera, because the Pasuk says in regards to Shen or Regel, it damaged in someone else's field, and not in it has to be someone's private property. So now the Gemara pushes that because are we saying you should pay full damages? No, just Palga Kamina, we're just saying pay half damages. And for half damages, let us learn a Kalva Homer. So the Gemara explains, no, Amar Kera Vihatsu et Kaspo. In regards to Keren, it says you have to split the amount. We only pay half damages in regards to goring and not to different types of damages, which is like Shen eating something that doesn't belong to you and Regel trampling over something. And we will stop right here. Baruch Hashem le'olam. Amen ve'amen.